Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's pretty, pretty bright. Four or six a.m. call, isn't it? <laughs> good morning to you guys. Pray that you're doing well this morning. Um, going live here on Instagram and uh, just trying to get everything in order. Sorry for my tardiness. I was um, up late. <clears throat> um, working on some things. So good morning, Instagram. Good morning to you. Um, I apologize for my tardiness. Um, I was up very late. I was uh, working on some things. I really didn't get to sleep until about 3 a.m. So I'm running on about um, uh, three hours of sleep. And um, I know that's not your fault. So Just want to say good morning to everyone. I have a new setup here, so I was trying to understand what I was doing, and it took me a little longer than you know than I thought. <laughs> um, simply because I'm I, I'm an old lady. <laughs> um, Sister Angel is here. She says good morning. Sis, don't see or hear you yet. FYI, yes, I know. Uh, here I am. I was grabbing my coffee because I really can't do without it this morning. I thought I could, but I was like, no, let me go ahead and um, let me go ahead and get this coffee. <laughs> so I do apologize for my tardiness. Um, want to welcome you guys. Um, so she says I'm back. Oh, good. <laughs> welcome, sis. So sorry for that. Um I, I, I was trying to um, work on uh, setup and technical stuff <clears throat> last night, just working on some stuff and um, yeah, just trying to get everything set up right because I got a, a late shipment. And so um, it took me some time and I was up until 3 a.m. So uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm tired, but I'm here. <laughs> I'm tired, but I'm here. God bless you. Thank you for joining. Um, I did have the luxury of, you know, putting on a little bit of makeup for you guys. <laughs> Just a tad. I was like, I don't want to come on here looking like um, Lurch <laughs> or, or, or Frankenstein, you know, <laughs> The Walking Dead. <laughs> Because I'm so tired, God forbid. <laughs> I'm the Walking Dead, but not in a bad way, in a good way, <laughs> in the <laughs> in the Jesus way. Amen. I've been resurrected from the dead, though. Glory to God. So um, uh, I hope I'm not too much in your face. Hope we're not too much in in your face here. Good morning to you all, officially. Um, I'm your sister, Lachelle Dalton-Clark, also known as Sister Shelly. Uh, you can also call me Shelly, <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know me. And um, yeah, this is uh, another episode of How to Slay in Prayer. And we are, um, we are, um, 
there is my name. <laughs> We're about to get rolling here in just a moment. I want to welcome you guys. Welcome, 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 welcome to all of you who will be catching this live by way of YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, are, are those that will catch it by way of replay. Uh, good morning to you. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope that you <laughs> enjoy your Valentine's uh, today. Um, your Galentine's, your Valentine's, or whichever you, whichever category you fall into. I have a little uh, gift uh, for you guys that I have, uh, um, you know, I um, for the ladies. I'm always trying to do something for the ladies, right? So we're doing something um, new this year, and it is our, um, it is our Divinity Life Deeper video, excuse me, Visual Pioneers Club, and I'm so excited about it because. Um, I think, you know, this time I launched it right. I I um, tried something like this last year and um, it just, you know, I didn't know what I was doing, child. I did not know what I was doing. Not to say that I fully know now, but, you know, I, I'm getting better. I'm getting better with time. Um, and so, yeah, um, in terms of uh, getting everything technically in order, I <laughs> uh, just want to... Um, uh, you know, this is my Valentine's Day gift to you guys. This is my Valentine's Day gift to my sisters. And it is this visual pioneers club. Okay. Something that is, is going to help everybody. <clears throat> you can, um, you can join and you don't even, you don't, you don't even have to, excuse me. You don't even have to, you know, you don't even have to have anything particular in mind. Do you know what I mean? You can just hop in there and just, you know, roll with, roll with your girl. Um, but uh, I'm going to share the little intro video with you really quickly just to show you um, because since it's, you know, Galentine's Day, amen. So here we go. What do y'all think? What do you think? I'm so, so excited. I am so excited. Um, we've already uh, got started. I've been rolling out content over there. And uh, I think I mentioned this here last week with you guys, the Visual Pioneers Club for uh, Women of Vision. Amen. You don't have to be a prophet because I think that we're all prophetic uh, men and women of God. Uh, but this is for the ladies. And um, this is something that... Um, We'll be able to help you if you are, uh, number one, if you are coming out of any kind of church hurt, church abuse situation where you were, you were under a corrupt leader or, you know, a Jezebelic leader um, and, you know, you, you've kind of lost your, lost your faith in God or lost your faith even in yourself um, and things like that, uh, lost your faith in, um, in, uh, clergy of any kind, right? Um, we want to help you with that. And so I that's something that I went through and it was a severe case. Uh, mine was a very severe case. And so um, 
Uh, it, mine lasted for years and then my recovery lasted for years. <laughs> um, so I call it cardiology. Um, if, it, if any of you have seen the video on my YouTube channel called Cardiology, um, then you probably, uh, you, you caught a tidbit of what uh, my story is. And um, it's not something that I openly share, um, you know, so it's something that I, sh I intimately share though, um, because I'm not hiding anything, amen. I have nothing to hide, only people to help. And so, um, making sure you guys can hear me, hold on. Um, and so, you know, uh, you know, I share on a need to know basis, so to speak. Um, and, you know, yeah, so, you know, that's within the group. It's, it's to help uh, women who are like me, who did not, who can't find the help that they need coming out of such places. Um, sitting under wolves in sheep's clothing, amen, and um, things of that nature. Also, um, uh, the, uh, if that was your case, if that's your case, or if you, um, there's a spiritual fitness group in there where, you know, uh, I'm helping to build up your spiritual muscles and helping you to, um, gain clarity around your specific vision, your specific, uh, calling purpose vision. Um, if you are not, if you're kind of hazy or kind of fuzzy about that one and you're not really sure, um, then we're going to help you and we want to help you <clears throat> help you get spiritually fit. Amen. Because, um, you know, this is a time of great warfare and, uh, you know, it, it's not the time to, um, it's not the time to be lazy. It's not the time to be slowful. It's not the time to be uh, unfit. Amen. Spiritually. And so I believe that just like people, you know, the Bible says that bodily exercise profits little, amen. It profits little, um, but it is the spirit that, that, you know, it is the spiritual exercise that builds you up, that builds you up, <coughs> that builds you up. Let me grab that scripture for you because some of y'all might not believe what the word says. Amen. Some of you guys <laughs> might be like, uh, Shelly, where is that in the Bible? But where is that in the Bible? So let me grab that for you. Um, it's, uh, it is first Timothy. <clears throat> first Timothy chapter four, verse eight in the King James version. I'm going to read it from the King James. Do y'all want do y'all want me to share my screen with you? Let me let me show you because some of y'all don't believe the truth. So I gotta share the screen so y'all can <laughs> so you guys will believe. So you guys will believe what I'm saying. Um, so let me do a share screen here. Hold on. Sorry if I'm looking ratchet, you guys. Like I said, I I, I slept at 3 a.m. <laughs> trying to get everything been trying to get everything set up and in order for this this uh, coming weekend. Uh, like to report. Okay. Um, okay, I don't know what that, I don't know what just happened. Did I lose you? Okay, here it is. Um, window, okay. All right, here we go. Okay, can you guys see? 
you probably can see everything here. I don't I don't know, but um okay, yeah. Okay, so sorry. I if I look like I don't know what I'm doing, that's because this is this setup is kind of new to me. Um here and not the software, but the equipment. Um, it, First Timothy 4 and 8 says, For bodily exercise profited little. That's why the enemy wants you to focus more so on physical exercise um, and just forget about the rest, you know, forget about the rest. It says bodily exercise profits little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and that and that which is to come. And so what this means is that um, godliness is more profitable unto us and spiritual health is more spiritual exercise. That's what that's what it is, is more profitable unto us. Because it has the it's had it has the promise of life, right? We exercise because we want long life. Well, this has the promise of life, not only the life that now is, but the life that which is to come, the life that uh, which is to come, the life which is to come. And so, you know, bodily exercise, you know, it 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 only profits you a little. <laughs> you know, um, it's very important because we need this temple to work, right? We need this temple to be able to carry um, the, the anointing, the weight of the, of the presence of God that, you know, that he wants to endow you with, amen, if you will, um, and for you to carry, amen. I'm thinking about Elijah, how um, the man was so anointed. Was it... Uh, which one was it, Elijah or Moses? No, because they didn't find the body of Moses. Elijah was caught up in the whirlwind, Shelly. Come on, it's 6 a.m. Let's see. Um, uh, which one of the prophets was it that he was so anointed? It was Elisha, wasn't it? Uh, he was so anointed that when, they, that when um, he died after they buried him, um, uh, there was a man that, that, uh, had died and they wanted to resurrect the man and they, and they laid the man on the prophet's bones and, um, and the man came back to life. The, the man was resurrected. So what does that say? That says that, um, the anointing and the power that God wants us to be able to house has nothing to do, you know, uh, has less to do with physical than spiritual. If you get my meaning, God wants us spiritually strong. God wants our spirit to be strong enough to rule over the flesh, to rule over the physical body, to rule over the soul. Amen. To rule over the soul. Why do you think that we that we must be born again? Why do you think we must be born again? We must be born again because we're living in a physical body. But before you, uh, before you receive Jesus, you're only dwelling in a physical existence. It is when you become born again after receiving the Lord Jesus. It is when you become born again that your spirit man or your spiritual body awakens out of sleep. <laughs> 
Uh, up until that point, it's been in a in a deep sleep. It wasn't dead. <laughs> it, it was not dead. It was only sleeping. It was only sleeping. And when you become born again, your spirit man comes up. Your spirit man wakes up. Your spirit man, it's like being born into the earth again. You know, uh, as a newborn baby, when you were born in, out of your mother's womb, right? Your, you had, as your seed, or you had already existed before in the spirit realm, but when you were born into the earth is when your physical body was awakened or your physical body came into manifestation, right? And just like, um, just like that spiritual, just like that physical body, your spiritual body is born again as a baby out of the womb. It must be nurtured. It must be fed. It must be, you know, it must be exercised. It must be exercised. Um, it must grow. It needs milk and then it needs meat and then it needs strong meat. Glory to God. It needs strong meat. Um, so there are stages, there are levels of growth, spiritual maturation and growth. Amen. And so some of us, you know, the reason we're not fit for war is because we are stuck in a stage of spiritual maturation and we have not, you know, we have not grown to the next stage. We have not matured to the next level yet. Amen. And some of us don't know how, or some of us get stuck. You know, uh, uh, this person is telling me to do that. The preacher is telling us to do this, but I, you know, we go to church on Sundays, you know, or, or maybe uh, twice a week, maybe twice a week, especially in these days. But, you know, um, um, you know, that is not, you, you have to work out your salvation between services though. You know what I'm saying? Between services, you, you have a responsibility to work out, <laughs> to work out, just like exercise in a gym, to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So this is not something that is uh, is a an option. It's not optional. It's something that is demanded. It's something that is commanded by God. When it says with fear and trembling, what do you think that means? That means that, you know, we, we must do it else. Else. Else what? Else what? Else, number one, we will be defeated by the enemy. We will be defeated by the enemy. The devil wants to steal, kill, and destroy. And he don't care if you weak in, in your faith or not. He don't care if you, you know, if you just came out the womb yesterday. He does not care. He is a raging, like a raging lion, like, like a roaring lion, lion seeking whom he may devour all the time. And so, you know, when we talk about spiritual fitness, we want to get you strong and we want to get you there as fat, as quickly as possible. You know, so if you don't know, if you don't have anybody to help you in between services or, you know, you don't have a church home or you don't have a um, a helper, maybe, you know, you just you need a coach <laughs> just like people go and they get um, fitness coaches, you know, to help them with their with their physical health. 
we want to um, we want to uh, help you in that area. So spiritual fitness, glory to God, spiritual fitness and helping you to gain clarity around your particular spiritual identity and purpose and call. Amen. Um, and then the third category uh, for that is ministry, 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 birthing, ministry, birthing and, and excuse me and building. Ministry birthing and building, uh, you know, because after you get, you know, strong, guess what? You have something to release. You have something to release. You have a ministry. You do. You do. You can't always sit back and wait on, you know, your pastor or, you know, your 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 man of God, your woman of God, you know, your spiritual, you know, whatever. You have a ministry, a ministry that it is your responsibility also to birth out into the earth, to carry out in the earth, because there are people waiting on you. There are people waiting on you. And so uh, we want to um, help you push out your spiritual babies, help you push out your purpose, your assignments that God has given you, your vision, your vision. What did God show to you? What did God show to you? What did God show you about the seed that he placed in you? What did God show you about the seed that he placed in you? The word of God is like a seed. He planted it in your womb, in your spiritual womb. What did he show you about that? Or do, can you see yourself doing anything besides sitting, besides sitting down, you know, and listening to a message? Can you see yourself doing anything in the harvest, in the, in the fields? Can you see yourself doing anything? You know, because if God, if God showed you that, if God has showed you that, you have to birth it out. You have to push it out. You're, you have to push it out. You have been anointed by God. You have been filled with vision. With vision. You can't be anointed without vision. So, you know, this is something that, uh, that we want to help you do. <laughs> Sisters, yes, I can. Amen. You can. And you will, girl. <laughs> you will. You will, especially if you keep rolling with me, because <laughs> I'm going to help you get there. I'm going to try my best to help you get there. Um, and so that's what this is for. So those three categories, car cardiology, spiritual fitness, and ministry birthing and building because we're not only helping you push out vision but we're helping you to build your vision in there um there is networking that um you know and, and things like that <laughs> i rolled out the first promo yesterday and um um you know uh <laughs> um somebody signed up last night and i was so excited you know because i'm i'm small i'm a little bitty I'm a little bitty uh, camp over here, but um, somebody signed up last night and I was just so excited, you know, so um, yeah, feel free to sign up and the information is on the, uh, on the website and it is divinitylife.com um, slash coaching, divinitylife.com slash coaching. And this is the, um, this is the banner for that. 
divinitylife.com slash coaching. All right, so um, yeah, go check that out. And um, the links will be in the description and things like that. And also DGM is in there, Divinity Life Global Ministries is in there. And um, you can um, you know check out the different, uh, the, the different groups that are attached to the ministry. Uh, the, the mindset coaching is $25 a month, um, but you have access to everything else. Um, or you can just go into the ministry. There's no charge for that uh, in the, on the same platform, in the same, you know, in the same place. And you can join the ministry there. You can, um, you can um, um, sign up for, uh, you know, spiritual warfare training. You can sign up for deliverance training. You can sign up for, um, you know, different things. You can sign up to become a part of my team, you know, because right now um, we are two and growing. Um, I have not called on my previous uh, set. Is that, is that, is that the right term set or set? I have not called on my previous members um, yet, because like I said, this is new to me, but you can, um, Oh, God bless you, sis. Um, she says, thanks for your obedience to the Lord, Sister Shelly. I'm checking the website. God bless you, sis. Thank you. Um, thank you for checking that out. Thank you for checking that out. Um, I pray that you join us. I really pray that you join us because we need you. <laughs> we need you. We need you. And um, the only, like I told you before, the only reason that I charge for that is because uh, it's to support the ministry. Otherwise, I wouldn't be charging because, you know, we're good. You know what I mean? We're good. God is good. But um, we want support for the ministry. I just, I just invested in a in a lot of equipment, um, and um, I have even uh, more that that I'm setting up in the other room in there for uh the ministerial the ministry services dgm and so you know um yeah you know what i mean like i can do it you know what i mean but it helps when you have help especially you know doing the work of the lord and i'm going to tell you a quick testimony I, we've just been chatting this morning but we're going to get into prayer um i i um we did it by way of a miracle god did it by way of a miracle. If I tell you that God gave me, I, we had the money, 
but God literally gave me <laughs> the money to purchase the equipment. He gave me the money. He just, you know, it just, it literally just appeared, literally, literally, it just appeared. <laughs> and I, and it was a lot, it was a lump sum that just appeared, had nothing to do with income tax, tax season, had nothing to do with it. You know, bone Christmas bonuses had nothing to do with it. Nothing. It was by way of a miracle, by the power of a miracle. It was a notable miracle. <laughs> it was a notable miracle in so much that I was nervous and I was like, Lord, should I do something, you know, do, is there some, anything I need to do here? <laughs> and, 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 and I, you know, and I, I called to make sure and they said, no, that's yours. So, you know, there was nothing to do, but just receive it, just receive it. And so, you know, God is good like that. God is good like that. Um, I heard, a, a um, someone say, if it's God's will, it's God's bill. And literally that's so true. You know, that is so true. If it's his will, it's his bill. He is going to make sure to get you what you need. He's going to get you what you need. All you have to do is ask him, ask and you shall receive, ask and you shall receive. Um, <laughs> said, this call is heavy on me. I'm like Jeremiah. <laughs> Glory to God says seriously seriously like god wants to do so much you know for us but he says if we only believe we shall see the glory of god in the land of the living we will see the hand of the lord if we just if we only believe and and believe is not just something that happens in your heart it's something that is attached to action faith without without works is dead so you have to add you have to attach your request to that belief. You have to attach your faith to your, you know, your, um, you know what I'm saying? You have to do something. I, you know, I just went to God in, in prayer and I was like, Lord, you know, we, we need this and this and this and this and this and this and this, you know, <clears throat> and I just left it there, you know, <clears throat> and you know, like I said, you know, I could have done it. Um, it would have took taken me longer and I didn't want to because I wanted to launch by a certain time uh, that I felt the Lord was giving me to launch. And, you know, <laughs> he, he did it, you know, by way of a miracle. So um, and God is going to do more. He's going to do more. He's going to do more. Um, but <laughs> we're very excited. Um, very, very excited. And so uh, you can go in there, you can join, uh, you, be, you can become a team member, uh, you know, and, you know, you don't have to be of a certain status to do that or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? God is just looking for helpers. He's looking for people who will, uh, you know, pitch in and help. Um, we're not trying to work you to death, you know what I'm saying? Or nothing like that. It's not like these modern day churches that <clears throat> kind of you know, they, they, they put you on that, on that, um, what do they call it? That rabbit wheel <laughs> that they put you on that thing. And they, I mean, you and does, you don't know what day it is. You don't know. You just going, you know, um, nothing against, you know, churches that, you know, that do that, but some volunteers are actually overworked and underpaid. That's just the truth. <laughs> but, um, and I've been one of them at several occasions, but I, uh, I will say that, um, 
you know, this is all digital. It's a digital ministry. And, you know, so everything we do here is online and um, it, it's, it's, you know, you're not, we're not running you to death, even online, not running you to death. And we're just get, we're just getting started here um, officially. So, you know, it's a ground floor opportunity. It's an opportunity to become a part of something great that God is doing in the earth, a new ministry that he's releasing into the earth um, here, Divinity Life Global Ministries. And um, yeah, so, you know, you can, you can join those uh groups in there as well and i do go live from within the group several times a month i think i've dropped like four lives in there so far um at the end of the month we have a monthly q a zoom call um you know that we uh get together and answer your questions it's also a clarity call we we help to help you kind of gain gain clarity around what you're doing your vision what what are we doing you know we check progress um, and things like that. Um, we have member of the month in there and all kinds of stuff. It's just read it on the website, divinitylife.com forward slash coaching. Amen. Um, so, yeah. So we've been talking for, for a good hot minute now. So we got to. We got to get into some prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. The Lord is good and his mercy. His mercy endures forever. I wanted to say something here. Um, you know, God is not a God who hates people um, that are that don't know any, he's, he, he's not, I shouldn't say hate, but he is not trying to punish people um, who don't know any better. He's, he's actually not trying to punish, um, he's not trying to punish anyone. The Bible says that God is long suffering and merciful, you know, um, wishing that all would be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth that none would be lost. Right. And so, you know, um, I do not agree. I'm just going to, you know, put my little stance out here. I do not agree uh, with the fact that when we see the wicked in operation, that we are supposed to attack them. I do not agree with that. Good morning, Sister Michelle. God bless you, sis. Thank you for joining this morning. God bless you. Um, sending you a wave back. <laughs> I do not agree with that. I don't agree with the notion that we are supposed to attack. I know that I, because I've seen like some in the body of Christ that have been attacking um, certain, you know, entertainers, celebrities, especially after what they saw with the Grammys or, you know, what they, um, what they, um, I know this light is not so great, is it, sis? Sorry, on Instagram, sorry. Um, you know, what what we've been seeing, you know, what I'm saying some of the things we've been seeing. Um, I don't agree with the fact that we should attack them. I don't agree with the fact that we should come for them in any way at all. I do agree that we should warn, you know, we should warn the body. We should warn the flock. Amen. Um, you know what I'm saying? And we should make we should make sure that our 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 sisters and brothers are straight. You know what I'm saying? Good morning. God bless you, too, woman of God. 
uh, make sure that we're good, you know, um, and we and, and we're all, you know, in the same mindset, because some of us, the truth is, yeah, you know, um, we'll be over there following them. You know what I mean? And so, you know, we need people to uh, to bring us back, you know, to reality and be like, look, God said you know, now you can go over there if you want to, but God said, you know, and, and, and you will be, you know, you will have to deal with the consequences of that. But um, I don't agree that we should be attacking people. I do not. Um, and the reason why is because such were some of us. I mean, some of us were the worst of them. Amen. Apostle Paul said, I was the worst of them. I was the wor I was like the worst, the worst sinner, <laughs> one of the worst ones, you know, and, 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 and I know I was, you know what I'm saying? And, and it takes time for uh, us to come into um, not only the full, not only the, uh, the knowledge of, uh, excuse me, not only to awaken, but to come into the knowledge of the truth. Amen. Um, especially when we have been so deeply trenched and engaged in darkness. God had me, uh, God showed me the, one of the most wicked men, um, that have, that has ever walked the face of this earth. One of the most wicked men, the Lord showed me in a dream. Now he, I'm not talk, talking about in terms of up there in the ranks in the 33 degrees and uh, and all that kind of stuff. I'm not talking about that. I'm 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 talking about one of one of their strongest muppets though. Haroboshaya. You know what I'm saying? Um Marilyn Manson. 3 years ago, the Lord started showing me this what no, it was in 20 it was in uh 2020 uh late 2019, early 2020 something like that. Before anything started going down with him. He was fine, you know, and he was he was doing his stuff very well. You know what I mean? But God gave me a a, a, a word. He gave me a, a, a vision and a dream concerning this man. And he said, I want you to start praying for this man. And he gave me the name and I knew the name from the 80s because I'm, you know, I'm an old, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little bit up there. I knew the name because, you know, heavy metal, I used to like heavy metal and all that kind of stuff. Um, but God started showing me and I had to go and look him up to make sure that I remembered what, what you know, because I've been saved for a long time now, you know. Um, and when I looked that man up, I was like, Lord, you want me to pray for him? You know. <laughs> The Antichrist superstar? Are you serious, Lord? You know, listen, man, God's understanding, God's mind is nothing like our mind. When he says he's long suffering, he's long suffering. When he says he's merciful, he is merciful. Think about how many times the Lord has showed you mercy when you knew it should have been over. You knew it should have been over. You say, well, well, at least I wasn't I wasn't shaking my fist at God. At least I wasn't burn, burning Bibles. At least I wasn't doing this and that and that. But but at least you you was do. But at the least <laughs> you was doing that and that and this, though. Come on. Come on. Come on. So now, you know, here we are with our self-righteous self. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And And we want to, you know condemn people. I, 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 you, you say, well, you sound like one of them, Sister Shelley. Well, 
is the truth. We cannot condemn people that God is trying to save. If God has a seed in, the, in that man or that woman, you know, then he wants to see a return on that investment as well. God wants to save these people. The harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Why are the laborers few? Because a lot of the people that should be laboring are, are so busy standing back, throwing rocks and condemning people. You done damned the, the person to hell before they could even get started. Good. Yeah, they over there doing witchcraft. Yeah, they over there doing crazy stuff. But do you not think they can be saved? Do you not think they can be saved? Listen, and if you think that they can be saved, what does the Bible say about salvation? What does the Bible say about winning souls? See, this is where we get in error, not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. We do err not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. Karabosha. The Bible says, he that winneth souls is wise, number one. Some of the stuff we do is very foolish, very foolish. Why? Because it says clearly in the book of Proverbs, a brother offended is harder to be won. You cannot win somebody over by offending them. You cannot win anybody by offending if somebody caught me out there when i was in the club selling dope you know came up there tell, trying to tell me you know you going to hell and this and that and this and that i am listen i'm not i'm not gonna run from you though i, I, I i'm finna try to figure out how to take you out i'm finna i'm finna take you out yeah you know what I mean? So this is foolish. We don't want these people coming after us now. Either. They just don't have all power. And if God releases his grip on you, baby, <laughs> and allow them to come up after you for your foolishness, you know what I'm saying? Just to teach you a lesson. God is like, I was doing something right there. I was working on that right there. I was, you know, and here you come interfering. That's not what I told you to do. I told you to pray and I told you to watch. I told you to watch and pray and warn the flock. But I did not tell you to stand up there and condemn people and, 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 and go, you know, <laughs> Some of us just go straight gangster with it. No, that is not the love of Jesus. When we correct or, or, or are trying to rebuke anybody or correct anybody or whatever, you feel God is telling you to tell so-and-so and so-and-so. It must be in love. I'm telling you from experience, I've made those mistakes. You have to do it in love. Why? Because there's wisdom there. If a person feels unloved and condemned and, and, and you're making them feel worthless, you know, 
not only are you not going to be able to win that soul, you're helping them go to hell. You're helping, you're escorting them there. You know why? You, you're doing it because you don't know what that person is doing at night. You don't know how they go home and cry and weep because words hurt. Words hurt. And if they're not spiritually strong enough to handle all the stuff coming at them, I'm telling you, we kill people with our mouth. It's a wonder, you know, why the person uh, don't go somewhere, God forbid, and commit suicide. The weight of, you know, not only the weight of the world, but the weight of the church is on their shoulders. Now I got the people that I'm supposed, that's supposed to love me, that's supposed to help me, that's supposed to pray for me. Don't get mad at Tasha Cobbs for praying for the woman. I, I don't agree with some of the stuff she prayed, though, but you know what I mean? I guess that was according to her level of understanding. But at least she prayed. Come on, y'all. At least she prayed. You don't know what that them people is going through. You know, they, they're paying for their sins. Yes, indeed, they are. They are paying dearly. They are paying dearly. And it's not a, it's not an easy thing at all. It's not, can you, if you could just for once put yourself in somebody else's position. You don't know the pressure when the devil is in you. The devil is driving them. I remember um, years ago, I, I had like, I, I, I was literally having back to back to back to back dreams. Recently, I had like one. Um, it was actually a few weeks ago. It wasn't too long ago. And every time in these dreams, I was walking somewhere or eating somewhere or talking somewhere to Daisy and Beyonce. I, we, I was just with them. I don't know why I was with them. I wasn't listening to their music anymore. I didn't, you know, I don't follow them on social media or, or anything, but I was just with them. And when we were talking, we were always talking, talking, talking. And it seemed as if they were interested in what I had to say. You know, I'm not a cloud chaser. So don't, don't go there with me, boo, please, please. <laughs> You don't know what what what, I, what I've invested in this work. Don't go there with me. But um, I was with them on several occasions, and at one point, it, the it, the the dreams became so vivid that I went and looked them up on Facebook. Now this was back in nineteen. You see, <laughs> before two thousand. <laughs> okay, I looked them up. And I sent them a message. I sent a message. I wrote a message and I sent one, one to her page and one to his page. And I said, you know, this is what God is showing me. You know, because, you know, I was I thought I was supposed to say something, you know. <laughs> Those messages probably never got read. You know what I mean? But 
you know, I tried. I was a baby. I tried, you know, um, and I let it go. I did what I thought God was telling me to do, and I left it alone. I left it alone. And for a long time, I wasn't having any kind of, you know, dreams or anything like that about them until a few weeks ago. And, 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 and over time, you know, I came to realize, you know, that the reason the Lord was showing me these people was because he wanted me to be praying for them. And I started praying for them, you know, um, <clears throat> but, uh, recently, you know, the Lord was, 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 was showing me that, you know, he doesn't waste anything. He doesn't just show us anything for no reason. There may, there may actually come a time that I meet these people because the, the, you know, the world is doing like this. It's becoming a very small place. And those that we hold in high esteem are becoming like ordinary people. God is bringing them down. God is humbling them. God is humbling them. God is humbling them. They are, you know, God is causing them to lose the influence and the position that, that they once had. You know what I mean? And, and pretty soon they're going to be just like common, ordinary people, you know, and they're going to be begging for Jesus, you know, looking for anybody that can help them. Because like I told you before, they're going to beg for Jesus because these demons are driving people insane. And I heard that that woman, uh, that woman was on drugs. I heard that woman was on drugs and has been for a very long time. So a lot of what, what she's doing uh, and a lot of what they're doing, they're completely out of their mind. They have to go to a certain place to be able to do what they do. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, it's very likely that, that I, might, I might meet them. Somebody might meet them. What do we do when we meet them? Listen, it's not a time to get starstruck. We, we don't want to be starstruck. The only star is Jesus. The only star. He's the bright and morning star. His name is Jesus. And everybody's going to bow to that star. Everybody's going to confess that name. Jesus. God says much pressure on them. Yes, for sure. So, you know. We don't, we, what I'm saying is we don't want to be a hindrance. We want to be a help. We are not, we're, we, we are called as, we are called as uh, ambassadors of Christ. Ambassadors of Christ. The only problem that, the, the only people that, that Jesus had a real problem with, <laughs> you know, was who? The religious folk. <laughs> Those religious um, God bless you, sis. I'm listening and working. Oh, thank you, sis. <laughs> oh, thank you. God bless you, sis. I pray you have a blessed and, and peaceful day at work. A peaceful day at work. Um, you know, the only problem, the only people he had a he had a problem with, and he went off on and con and condemned was righteous, uh, excuse me, was religious people, the religious, you know, the religious Pharisees and scribes and, you know, but he was in the, he was in the business of 
saving souls, not, con not, not, not damning them, you know? And when these people are talking about, yeah, he went down to the, where the sinners and publicans were. Yeah. But when we do stuff like that, we, first of all, we have to be mature enough to handle it. And number two, we have to go with a mission in mind, a mission, a mission, a mission, a mission, a mission. Yes. Thank you, sis. Oh gosh. Yes. Um, a mission. I'll keep you in prayer. Um, we want, we have to go with a mission in mind, you know, a rescue mission. This is a rescue mission. So, you know, it, it's, it's not some of the people, it's not what, what they said, but it's how they said it. It's not what they did, but it's how they did it. Yeah. You warned your flock, but how did you warn your flock? You know, you knew that you were going to be seen everywhere all over the world that your video was with the place. So how did you warn the flock though? You know, how are we warning? Just saying, why, uh, I, was, I was actually reading this yesterday in Luke 17. Um, I was reading Luke 16 actually, and then in, into 17. Uh, it was talking about the rich man and the beggar. Um, and it was talking about the rich man, you know, um, and Lazarus, who was, you know, um, in the bosom of Abraham. And there's rich man that was in, he was in, he was in hell. And one thing I realized was that, um, you know, hell is a serious place, you guys. We don't want to be sending people there if God is not, if God has, God, these people are waking up every day. That lets, that lets us know that God is showing mercy. He's extending his hand to them. They're waking up every single day. If we wake up every, if we wake up and open our eyes in the morning, God has given you another day of mercy. His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. So he's extending another chance to them. But it says here that um, we don't have to embrace what they do. No. We don't embrace anything that they're doing. We're supposed to correct and warn against that, but we're not supposed to condemn them. Treat them, you know, like the humans, human beings that God created them uh, because they were born with a, with a calling and a purpose too. They just don't know what it is. Marilyn Manson, and God made, had me to make a video about him. Um, which is something I don't do. I don't do stuff like that. Um, but it was very out of the ordinary. He had me pray, add him to my prayer list and we were praying for him and all that. I have a whole video on teaching on that. I'll post it here on the channel um, so you guys can see what I'm talking about. But on my podcast channel, Divinity Life Podcast, it's there. Um, it's called, Is God Calling Marilyn Manson? And we know what, what later went down after you know God told me to do that. Um, then the man's life just went into a whirlwind because one of the one of the prayers, things that the Holy Ghost told me to pray was for the Lord to put him in a trap that he couldn't get out of without God. <laughs> and sure enough, God put him in a trap that he couldn't get out of without him. And he's still in that trap today. 
His whole career is down the toilet. So, you know, God knew what was coming. And the video is called, Is God Calling Marilyn Manson? And there came a time when people were, were wondering, a lot, of, a lot of his fans he lost because they were like, are you turning to Jesus? He started talking like, you know, and then he went to Kanye West uh, Sunday service, you know, uh, and was praying, you know, and was in the video with Kanye and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, some people say, well, that was just a, that was just a charade. That was just for show. You know, that was just to, to deceive us and all of that. I don't know. All I know is what God told me to do. And then I know what I saw afterwards. But that video is there um, uh, for those of you who are interested. Um, but I was reading about this rich man and beggar and I began to uh, I began to think about, you know, the realities of hell, the reality of hell, the reality of hell. Masarabashaya. The reality. And I I used to think that hell, um, I, you know, we know that hell is in the belly of the earth. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's deep in the earth. That's where it's located. And that's where we send demons is to the pit of hell, to the abyss. And, and, it, and, and it's like a holding cell or a prison, you know for demons until their final day you know of judgment which is the lake of fire now i thought that this place was like okay it's a pit it's a prison it's a holding place they can't escape i thought it was like a it was just dark, you know, because the Bible speaks about the lake of fire, but it doesn't really speak about how Sheol or Hades um, is. Well, I didn't read what, you know, about how it was. I've heard testimonies of people who have been there, you know, in near death experiences or, you know, supernatural experiences. and. For some reason, in the back of my mind, though, I thought that it was it was not fire, you know, because the lake of fire is is their coming, is is their final destination. God will, you know, cast them into the lake of fire. And I was like, wow. But let me read you what this says. It says the term Sheol and Hades both refer to the place of suffering where the unsaved go until they are released into hell. So here we see that Sheol and Hades refer to one place. It's a place of suffering where the unsaved go until they are released into hell, which is Gehenna. So you see three names there, right? Sheol, Hades, and Gehenna. Gehenna is hell. So Sheol and Hades is a place of suffering where they go until they are released into hell, Gehenna. 
It says in the Old Testament to descend into Sheol was apparently a penalty for sin. And it gives it lists several scriptures here. And it says it is described as destruction. Destruction. It was further described as naked before God in the place where the wrath of God burns, where the wrath of God burns. At times, Sheol is also pictured as the home of the wicked only. At times, Sheol is simply as the grave of the physically dead. See, this was this what I was thinking. I was thinking, okay, it's just it's just like the grave. It's just a you know, it's just a dark uh, place. Um, and then it says. Uh, where all people go when they die. It says in the New Testament, the rich man went to Hades on dying. So he went to Hades and suffering and suffered the torments of burning, separation, loneliness, conviction by memory. You can't, you, you know, the men and your wickedness just play over and over and over and over and over. You can't escape the sight of the wickedness that you did. Um, and it says, um, thirst and stench, stench, that smell, a foul smell. Uh, how many people hate a foul smell? So it says, it says that, it says that this is the place where they suffer torments of burning though, burning, separation, loneliness, conviction by memory, thirst, and stench, and stench. So I don't know if you can imagine, try to imagine that in, in reality, in the world that we live in now, you know, but think about that. Think about that this is where people go when they as a sinner when they die as a sinner separated from god right and 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 it is a holding place so i when i began to meditate on this scripture i was like yeah why was i thinking it was a dark just a dark uh cold place like it was actually um it, it, it's actually a place of burning as well yeah, because, you know, the, the rich man was like was begging Lazarus to um, dip the tip of his finger uh, in water to cool his tongue because he is tormented in the flame. He was tormented in the flame. Right. So it says it says also those lost in Hades can glimpse the paradise of the saved Abraham's bosom, such as this man's case was. Although there is no biblical indication that the reverse is true. So we don't know if the if the people that are in Abraham's bosom or the saved, those that entered into paradise. This day you shall be with me in paradise, Jesus said. To the, you know, to the um, murderer on the thief on the cross. Because he asked for mercy. He admit he he repented of his sin right there. He 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 confessed and then he asked for mercy. Come on now. Jesus on the cross did not condemn this man knowing he was wicked. 
knowing he was wicked. Come on, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. He said, this day you shall be with me in paradise. See, we don't know the heart of people. Only God does. He looks beyond our faults and sees our need. We don't know why they're doing what they're doing. You know, we don't know what's going on in their heart. A lot of these people, including Marilyn Manson, started out as a Christian. They started out in church of some sort. He was actually in a Christian school. And, 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 and he rebelled against God because of the people that represented God. Oh, God, Lord. Yeah, that's what made him rebel. That's what we're doing when we condemn people, you know, that are not, that haven't arrived yet. You know what I'm saying? To where we think we are. He, 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 he was driven to this place of rebellion where the devil opened the door and welcomed him and said, I'll be your daddy. I'll love you if they won't. And we know his love is not love at all. He tried to take that man to hell. He's still trying because he over there messing with, he's still over there messing with, messing around in the dark. But, but at least he, he knows that he, that man knows the Bible better than some of you. He knows the Bible. He grew up, he went to a Christian school and because they rejected him and the kids started, you know, bullying him because of his looks and the, and the Christian teachers or leaders that were there teaching the Bible now didn't stop these children. They helped these children to bully this boy. They abused him. And that's what drove him to the darkness. What do you think? What do you? Yes, that man. What's that's what's happening today. It is. That's what drove him to the darkness. And I mean, when he went, listen, some of us, uh, we are extremists and we don't even know it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when we get into something, we are there all the way, 100 percent, 200 percent. We put our foot all the way on the gas and we don't stop. You know what I'm saying? Either we all the way over here or we all the way over there. Ain't no middle ground for some of us. So when we get in sin, we go, we, we, we go hard, as they say. But, but it says that some believe that until um, the ascension, Abraham's bosom was also located in Sheol. Some people believe this. That is the place of the physical dead. So Sheol is the place of the physical dead or the grave, right? Hades is the place where, of, 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 of torments, burning, separation, loneliness, conviction by memory, thirst, and stench. That's Hades. Sheol is the grave. Hades is where you go after the grave as a sinner. Are we clear? And then it says, 
Um, when Christ died, he descended into Hades mm -hmm, and led captivity captive. That's Ephesians 4, 8 through 10. And it says everyone should give careful consideration to the gospel and trust the Lord as savior in order to escape the torments of Hades. So Hades is the place where um, they, they are tormented, but it is not the lake of fire. That this is the prison. This is the holding cell right here. This is where we send demons when we cast them out. Right here, because that's that's the only place they can go until the final day of judgment, when God will uh, take them. You know, will order them or command them from that place, and then. You know, Satan and his demons will be cast into the lake of fire. Satan himself and his demons will be cast into the lake of fire. Now, torments, it says the word here used here for torments originally referred to a stone used for testing gold and other metals. So that means it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. And then came to mean the torture rack used to extort prisoners conf confessions torments um in this context the word can only refer to only the most extreme forms of human suffering the most extreme forms of human suffering think about the medieval days it's nothing compared to that it's worse than that it's worse than that wow It says specific torments in this passage are the flame, the sight of the righteous, thirst, the victims' memories of their precious lives, and the realization that they are in a hopeless situation. Because of the severity of these torments, no one should assume he is going to heaven unless he has personally trusted Christ as Savior. You guys, no one, no one, no one. And the Bible says what? Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Who made himself of no reputation. <laughs> First of all, he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He made himself of no reputation, though. He wasn't trying to take God's place and he wasn't trying to promote himself. You know what I'm saying? By condemning other people publicly. <laughs> That's the real cloud chaser, but moving on, you know, and it says, but he humbled himself and became obedient unto God, even unto the death of the cross, even unto the death of the cross. He humbled himself and became obedient. Did he struggle with it? Yes, but he obeyed. He obeyed. And the way that he suffered, we should not want anyone to suffer like that. Don't be quick to condemn people. Luke 17 talks about offenses. When we offend people, the Bible says that a brother offended, a brother offended is hard to be one. It's on this computer. A brother offended 
it's hard to be one. Where's that scripture? It's in Proverbs. If you know what I'm talking about, just type it in the chat. A brother offended. James, Proverbs 18, verse 9, verse 19. Proverbs 18 and 19. See, I'm going to take you to the word on stuff. We're, we're not going to just do just anything willy-nilly over here. No, because lives are at stake and we're trying to save people. We're not trying to, we're not trying to uh, send them to hell if God, God haven't sent them there. You know, um, there are enemies of God. Yes, but the Bible still says, pray for all men everywhere. <laughs> you know? Proverbs 18, 19, it says a brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. And their contentions are like the bars of a castle. Uh, they will fight you tooth and nail and not let you in, in other words. They will become so staunch and strong in their pride against you that they won't let you in. And, and their blood, though, is going to be on our hands because watch the scripture Luke 17 Luke 17 it says it is it says then said Jesus this was Jesus speaking unto the disciples this didn't come from anybody it came from Jesus then said he unto the disciples it is possible but that offenses will come excuse me it is impossible but that offenses will come that means that Definitely, definitely, it is impossible that offenses will not come. So he's saying definitely, definitely, offenses will come. Surely offenses will come, but woe unto him through whom they come. It were better for him that a millstone be hanged about his neck and he cast into the sea than that he should offend one of these little ones. Now, little one is, 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 is talking about somebody that doesn't know any better or somebody that is still um, obeyed, still obeyed. If you receive Christ at any time in your life, but you're still a baby, and that could be that could be 50 years later and you still a baby because you haven't grown and you've been sinning and you haven't been repenting. You know what I'm saying? It says then, then that he should offend. What does it mean to offend? It means to have a stumbling block. The word offend means stumbling block. Stum you're causing people to stumble. Instead of helping them out of the trap, you're causing them to stumble into the trap. Get deeper into the trap. Come on now. It says, take heed to yourselves. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive them. Now, some of you are saying, well, Elijah uh, killed the, the, the prophets of Baal. And Jehu uh, killed Jezebel. Yes. Yes. So what is that saying? That is saying that. When people are destroying, when people are destroying, you know, um, lives, 
Are they destroying lives? Yes, in a way. You know what I'm saying? But they are not. Watch, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Because when we were in the world, we were destroying lives too. Yeah, you was a fornicator and you were spreading that spirit of perversion from bed to bed. Come on. You was destroying people. You couldn't keep your legs closed. You couldn't keep your stuff in your pants. You was destroying people too. Come on. Come on. Miss, I'm better. Mr. I'm better. Come on. No, 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 no. Now watch this. And those were assignments. If God did not give you an assignment against somebody, if the Holy Ghost is not assigning you to that, you better not be found doing that. Jezebel is one thing. Even God, God even gave Jezebel a space to repent though, a long time to repent. A long time to repent. Read Revelation chapter three. It says, I gave her a space. That means a, a period of time. And we know how God measures time. He's in eternity. You know, he's operating on Kairos, not Kronos. So one day with the Lord is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like one day. So if he gave her a space, that means he gave her a long time to repent. But, but the Bible says she would not. And she was warned by a prophet on assignment from God. Come on now. It says, and if he, woman of God said, praise God, speak this morning. Glory to God. I'm trying, sis, because we have to get an understanding. I don't want us to end up in hell while we, you know, up there condemning other people to hell. Uh, we become the same thing that they are and worse. It says, and he, it, it says, and uh, um, if your brother trespass against you, rebuke him. Hmm. Some people say, you know, you know, you ain't, who are you to think, talk to me, you know, uh, correct me and, and talk to me like that. No, if my brother or sister trespasses against me, right, according to this word is a trespass, not in my book, but in God's book, it is a trespass. I am supposed to rebuke them. And if they repent, I'm supposed to forgive them. That's what we're supposed to do. Rebuke is also like warn. Look, I'm telling you, like, I don't like that. No, this is not, this is not a good thing that you're doing. And if they persist and they don't, you know, they don't repent or th that means they don't stop. They don't even apologize or they don't stop. They just keep doing the same thing over and over and over, you know then there's no need to forgive them. You, you, you need to, you need to separate yourself. But it says, if, if it, uh, it, it says rebuke them, but if they repent, forgive them. It should be just that simple and just that easy. I don't know why some people struggle so hard with forgiveness. I've never really struggled with forgiveness, but you know, um, everybody's different. If I can see that I'm wrong, I, I will, I will ask forgiveness. If I don't see that I'm wrong, then, you know, it may take me a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if God shows me, you know, um, and I often ask God, am I wrong? 
Some people, you know, we, we don't do that part. We don't take it to God and say, Lord, am I wrong in this? You know, am, am I really wrong in this? Or am I just getting offended by people's words? Because sometimes we can, we can, you know, and ain't nobody offended us, but us, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we, ain't nobody offended you. You just over there acting crazy, you know? It says, and if he trespass against these seven times in a day, seven times in a day, look at this, look at the mercy, look at the long suffering, seven times in a day, turn, and, uh, and, and seven times in a day, turn again to thee saying, I repent, then you shall forgive him. And the, listen to what the apostle said, <laughs> and the apostle said unto the Lord, increase our faith <laughs> you know like lord this is hard we need some more faith for this one you know what i mean you know what i mean increase our faith <laughs> you know so I'm not saying that it's easy but you know at the same token it's a must it's a must it's a must it's a must father in the name of jesus um read this story the book of uh luke Chapter 16, Luke chapter 16 and 17. Read the whole chapters. I'm like, really, you know, nothing wrong with that. Hmm. Religious people, you know. We'll kill, we'll kill people quicker than, sometime quicker than the devil will. Sometime quicker than the devil will. And we know he only got one purpose for them, to destroy them. He's going to use them until he used them up and then he's going to destroy them. He's going to spit them out. Oh, God help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Oh, help us, Lord. Masaraba Shananamasia. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for one another this morning. We thank you for every brother, every sister on this line or who will come across the replay. And Father, we are standing in need, standing in need, standing in need, standing in need of prayer. Masorobo Shananamasia. Father, we need you. We need your mercy. We need your grace to help us in time of need. We need you every second of every day. We need you, Lord. Father, we are grateful. We are grateful, Father, for another day in the land of the living. We are grateful for your mercy, your compassions that never fail. They are new every morning, new every morning, new every morning, new every morning, yeah. New every morning. Thank you for giving us another chance to get it right, Lord. 
Thank you, Father God, that there is forgiveness with you, that you may be feared, that you may be honored, that you may be respected and adored in the name of Jesus. You said, though our sins be red as scarlet, though they be red as crimson, you will make them as wool. You will make us white as snow. You said, if my people, if my people, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray. Yes, there's some of it, your people. And have not humbled themselves. We have not humbled. We have not humbled ourselves. Father, deliver us from pride. Deliver us from arrogance, self-righteousness in the name of Jesus. Father, we're asking today that you have mercy upon each and every one of us. We are humbling ourselves in prayer. See, setting our hearts to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways that you may hear us from heaven, our sin and heal our land in the name of Jesus. Hear the spirit saying love heals. Love heals. You said your love covers the multitude of sin, Father. Your love heals. Said, so if any man sin against you and turns again to repent unto you, you will forgive him and you will heal him. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're asking right now that you have mercy upon each and every one of us. Deliver us from this hypocritical spirit, this judgmental. In this, in this sense, the word judgment means con condemning. Judgmental or condemning spirit in the name of Jesus. Father, forgive us, Lord. Have mercy upon us. Lord, we're asking this morning that you forgive every sin, every transgression, everything we've said, done, or thought to grieve you, to displease you, to hurt you in any way at all to grieve or to quench your spirit in any way at all, in the name of Jesus. Sometimes the spirit of God is flowing until we open up our mouth. Let's not be found quenching. Father, forgive us for quenching your spirit, grieving your spirit. In the name of Jesus, forgive us for every sin of omission and commission, everything we've said, done, or thought, knowingly or unknowingly, that was contrary to your divine nature, your divine will, purpose, and plan for our lives. In the name of Jesus, have mercy upon us, Lord. We humbly repent. We bring you fruits that are meet for repentance. In the name of Jesus this morning, forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. We're sorry. Forgive us, Lord. Have mercy. We forgive us, Lord. Every man, woman, and child in the body of Christ and those, Father God, that have not come to know you yet, Lord, we are standing in the gap for their salvation. We are standing in the gap for their salvation in Jesus' mighty name that they will repent and come into the knowledge of the truth. We are extending mercy and grace, the mercy of Jesus Christ to them this morning. 
Father, we're asking that you would send ministering angels to them. Meet them in the way. Stop them in their way like you did Saul on the road to Damascus before he became the Apostle Paul. Give them a, a, a Damascus road experience in the name of Jesus, Lord. We're all standing in need of your mercy. We're all standing in need of your grace, all standing in need of your love in Jesus name. Because the, the reason the devil was able to grip to, to grip them in the first place was because they, they did not know the father's love. Like many of us, you know, they were abused, they were molested, they were beaten. They were rejected. They were orphaned. They were cast out. They were cast aside. They did not know. They were driven to love. They did not know the Father's love. And they don't know the Father's love. Father, I'm asking that you would reveal your love to them today. Some of us, even in the body of Christ, struggle with a spirit of rejection and we are casting that spirit upon others because we don't know the father's love. You have a father who loves you. You have a father who loves you. You have a father who he loves you more than you know. His love covers the multitude of sin. Father, we are grateful this morning that we can come boldly by the blood of Jesus and approach your throne for mercy, blood that will sprinkle out upon the mercy seat for our sins. We're asking you, Lord, to cast all our sins away into the depths of the sea of forgiveness and blot out all of our transgressions for your name's sake. Remember our sins no more. Remove our iniquities as far away from us as the east is from us. Wash us in your blood, the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel, that is so much better than the blood of bulls and bullocks. The blood that you sprinkled out upon the mercy seat, the blood that you shed on Calvary for the remission of our sins, for the redemption of our souls, wash us in that blood, the blood by which the death angel must pass. In the name of Jesus, wash us, saturate us, spirit, soul, and body. Cleanse us thoroughly from all filthiness of flesh and spirit, Lord. Cleanse us thoroughly from all sin and all unrighteousness in the name of Jesus. Create in us a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within us. Perfect that which concerns us and forsake not the work of your hands. Keep us as the apple of your eye. Harobo shananamasai. Keep us as the apple of your eye. Hold us and fill us afresh with your Holy Spirit. Fill us, Holy Ghost, this morning. 
Fill us with your divine nature, Lord, with your divine wisdom. Fill us with the spirit of truth. Unveil every lie. Expose all darkness in the name of Jesus. Even the darkness that lies within. Uproot every demonic spirit that seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. And evict them from every house that they are occupying in this earth. In the name of Jesus, let them be driven out and cast out and banished to the bottomless pit. Banished to the abyss in the name of Jesus. By the power and authority of the blood of the Lamb. Father, you're a God of judgment and justice. You said to me that this year will be a year of extreme judgment and justice. Also a year of extreme exposure. Father, in the name of Jesus, you said you are heating up. You are heating up. You are causing the waters to boil. You're turning up the heat on your adversaries. The adversaries of the Lord shall be consumed. The adversaries of the Lord. I hear the spirit of the Lord saying that there are adversaries and then there are those that the adversaries are controlling. There are adversaries and then there are the adversaries are the puppet masters. You know, these are the adversaries of the Lord. But there are th then there are those that have been taken captive by the adversary. You get what I'm saying? And now they are puppets. They once belonged to the Lord, but they were taken captive and they couldn't break free. They couldn't break free. They couldn't say no to the contract. Many of them did what they did because they were trying to help somebody else. They were trying to help their family, perhaps. They were trying to perhaps help themselves. Say, well, Sister Shelley, why are you defending them? I'm not. I'm telling the truth. Yeah, that's what this is called. It's called the truth. The truth is needed today. It's needed. It's needed. It's still needed, you know? The adversaries of the Lord. The adversaries of the Lord. Just go look across social media. See how many people that Jesus rescued from witchcraft. That Jesus rescued from LGB and alphabet. That Jesus rescued them. And now they're sharing the word of God. They are sharing the gospel. The real gospel of Jesus Christ. All over the internet. You can't pay them to shut up. The Lord says. 
I will show mercy unto them that I will show mercy. I will show mercy unto them that I will show mercy. I'm the one who decides who I will show mercy to. I'm the one who decides, not you. But the adversaries of the Lord. He says, I'm turning up the heat and they're gonna give up their seat. I'm gonna burn them up out of there. Out of the high seats of the land. I'm gonna burn the puppet masters. I am going to consume them in my fire. Father, we pray and we release the spirit of repentance upon every soul in the name of Jesus. Let the spirit of repentance, word, let your truth reach them. Let the anointing reach them that destroys every yoke in the name of Jesus. Nothing too hard for you, Lord. Have mercy. See, just because God releases a judgment against a person or a nation, an adversary, if you will, it does not mean not to pray for them. We have to release the warning because warning comes before destruction and a haughty spirit comes before a fall. But take heed how we release the warning. Make sure it's by the nature of God. It's coming from the, you know, righteous indignation, yes, but not in so much that it sends you into error. No. The Lord says, just because, you know, I, I release a judgment against a nation or a prophetic warning of judgment to come that this nation shall surely fall. It is not your job to condemn the nation. It is your job to pray for the nation. Because these nations, the world will be a much better place if everybody just humbled themselves and repented. It's true, some people will not. But God expects us to pray concerning the judgment, not to, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? When God shows us these things, it's for us to pray that God will, you know. What did Abraham say to, 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 to the Lord? when he got so angry with the children of Israel that he wanted to destroy them. He said, move out of my way, Moses, let me, I will consume them. God was about to release his fire to consume. It would have consumed that whole, their whole camp. There wouldn't have been a soul left except Moses. 
because God, that was in God's mind. He said, I will consume them and I will raise up another nation out of you. I will make another nation out of you, Moses. But Moses said, not so, Lord. He heard the warning. And he didn't go and say, God said he finna kill all of y'all. And, you know, all y'all going to hell right now. And I pray that you go to hell. I pray you go to hell. You know, he, he you know, he wasn't saying stuff like that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not quoting anybody. I'm just saying he wasn't saying stuff like that. He said, Lord, far be it from you to do this wickedness. <laughs> Some people think God won't do wickedness. Yes, he does. Make him mad enough. But thank God that when we provoked him to anger, somebody was praying for us. Somebody, oh Lord. Right now, my brother is laying in a hospital bed from a stroke that he suffered and he's trying to recover. But if you knew the things that my brother had done, you would show him no mercy. And guess where he got it from? Because he's my younger brother. He got it from me. He was trying to be like me and he ended up worse than me. But I've been praying for my brother because I know the mercy of God. I know the mercy of God. And in God's mercy, he allowed him to suffer a stroke. This just happened recently. He allowed him to suffer a stroke and to come out of that stroke with his complete mind. I've seen people who suffered strokes and they couldn't talk after that. My brother's speech is slurred, but he can talk very well. I've seen people come out of strokes, uh, have strokes that, that became vegetables and brain dead. I have seen the effects of strokes, but my brother, he's talking, he's regaining his strength. He's, he's trying, he, he had to relearn how to walk, but he's walking because huh. somebody, we didn't write him off. He was, un, he was, he was bound to a lunatic spirit, straight lunatic. But we prayed. He did the worst. If you if you see his social media pages, you will cry. Just because you know anything about Jesus, you will cry. What is this? What on earth is this? Some of us, we go all the way there. And it just, I guess it just ran in our, our family. 
both on my mother's side and my father's. Once we tear in, we don't stop. So the Lord said, I will show mercy unto them that I will show mercy. I will favor them that I will favor. He reigns on the just as well as the unjust. It is not to him that runneth. The race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. But time and chance happeneth unto them all. We all have a time and we all have a chance in the sight of God. The last shall be first and the first shall be last. God says, humble ourselves. Don't be arrogant. Don't be proud. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And he will exalt us in due time, but not before humility, not before humility. Bible says humility comes before honor. Humility comes before honor. You can't climb up to get the honor through another way because then you become a thief and a robber. You can't climb up to get influence another way because then you become a thief and a robber. Honor comes before. Humility comes before honor. Please remember that. Let us all remember that. Father, we thank you. We bless you this morning. We pray for these souls, Lord, that you will Save, set free, heal, and deliver them out of the hand of their enemies in the name of Jesus. That you will cut off our adversaries, our enemies from within and without. That you will beat down every foe before our faces. That you will break every demonic stronghold off of the minds of your people. We sever every demonic stronghold. We break every demonic connection. We chop in pieces every demonic tentacle. We dismantle every demonic network in the name of Jesus. We overthrow every refuge of lies in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, in the name of the Lord, we're asking that you pardon the iniquities of our nation. Father, that, that you would continue to show mercy and that the spirit of repentance will be so strong in this land. It's coming in the shaking, says the Lord. Many will repent in the shaking. It's gonna take some, it's gonna take a great shaking. It's gonna take a great storm. It's gonna take a lot of heat for some of them. But, but some of them, the ones that we don't think will repent, they will repent. And others that we never thought, we never thought that they would, you know, we never thought they would stop. We never thought they would repent, but God, 
God says they will repent. I know their heart. In spite of what you see on the outside, I know their heart. I know what I put into them. I know what I said to them. I know what I did to them, says the Lord. They will repent. And others whom you think will repent will not. His ways are far above our ways. His thoughts are far above our thoughts. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways and my thoughts above your ways and your thoughts, says the Lord. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Let your mercy triumph over justice. This is our prayer. Let your mercy triumph over judgment. Let your mercy triumph over judgment. Let your mercy rejoice against judgment in Jesus' name. Concerning our political leaders, concerning our legislation, concerning, Father, every leader, be it great or small, in the earth. Concerning every man, woman, and child, be it great or small, in the earth. In the name of Jesus, let mercy Rejoice against judgment. We're asking you, Lord God, don't destroy anger. Don't destroy them in your hot displeasure. In the name of Jesus. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy on them. Have mercy on them. Have mercy in Jesus' name. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, O Lord. That all men repent and come into the knowledge of the truth. that they may be saved and none will be lost in the name of Jesus. We don't wish hell upon our worst enemies, Lord. We're asking for mercy for them in Jesus' name. Open their eyes to the truth. Open their eyes. Open their eyes. Open their eyes. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. I'm going to release you guys for the sake of time. Continue to pray that God will break the strongholds. Pray for the strongholds to be destroyed. The strongholds. The demonic strongholds. The grip that the enemy has on people's minds. The strongholds. Continue to pray against demonic strongholds, dismantle them. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And we know how hard it is for us to pull them down. So think about those who don't know God. Pray, pray and dismantle the, the demonic strongholds that have been run tree. 
that have been released into our nation and every nation because these other nations look up to America. They want to be like us. And we're setting a terrible example. Trust me, I know, because I, I taught English to many people in many nations over the years. And every last one of them said the same thing, ironically. We're learning English because we want to come and live there. We want to be in America. They look up to America. But America is Babylon. And Babylon must fall. And we're praying for the souls of men. We are praying for the souls of men. Hallelujah. So continue to pray. I'm going to release you for the sake of time. I didn't want to be here this long. I'm going to release you for the sake of time. But we will be back here tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, I'll probably, I might, uh, I might go live um, earlier than that, but that's the time that it will be posted because around that time I need to, uh, I need to pick up my son. So my plan was to pre-record and uh, do a live recording and then post it at that time. So you're, you're, you're free to join the live um, that would mean I need to change the time on the live and that I actually have set up. I probably didn't think that all the way through, but um, yeah, let me work on that. But we will be here tomorrow. We'll be praying tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow is uh, is Ruach. It is the forensic Bible study. And um, uh, we're going to be uh, here uh, doing that tomorrow. And um, here is the... Here is the um, I hope to see you there. Amen. And I'll be looking better than this because it's, you know, it's early. I'm about to get get dressed and everything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I will see you guys tomorrow. God bless you. I love you. And uh, I will see you soon. Sister Angel says, have a blessed day, saints. Love you. We love you too, sis. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I've got, I have something uh, already plan for tomorrow uh, that the Lord gave me to share and that we're going to dive into in the word. And then, um, you know, and, and we're going to pray. I, I really want to go more into prayer, but I realize that um, when people come, I, I, I sense the spirit of God saying, give them understanding, you know, give them, give them understanding about certain things. And I, and I'm trying to, you know, get this thing to where I'm targeting certain things at certain times, right? This should be, uh, where we're actually teaching and training on prayer and actually, you know, praying through things. But as things come up, I, I, I feel, I sense the spirit of God say, tell me to say something about them and to open the understanding of people about these things, um, to help others understand what he helped me to understand. Amen. 
So, um, so yeah. So anyway, going to release you. God bless you. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Amen. Bye-bye.